0: Hi everyone, welcome to Being Youthful. I'm Kim Beegler, the owner of Youthful Fiber Farm and Mill, and I'm sitting here in the wool mill today with a wool sweater on. It is my true inaugural wear of my nurtured sweater. Hands fun, Shetland yarn. I didn't think it, oops, I just hit the microphone. I didn't think it was going to be warm or cold enough, but turns out it's plenty cold enough, especially in the mill, so welcome 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 I was just jumping right in wasn't I uh if you are new to the channel I own a wool mill we've got a fiber flock of animals and then some we're grass seed farmers and we are in central Oregon and I talk a lot about wool a lot about wool other things as well and if you're coming back thank you for all of you and if you're listening I'm going to do my best with the audio only to make sure you know what's going on in case I'm describing something. So, thank you all for joining me. Please don't forget to subscribe, comment. I love the comments. I have no viewer questions this time to answer, really. So, bring them, bring them, bring them. Um, okay, this episode feels super boring this week after the last few weeks I've had where it was like hour long um, vlogs. This one, not so much. Uh, It's been a little quieter. So I have got some video from, uh, I was doing some dyeing this morning. Dyeing wool, that is. Uh, I have a couple quick mill videos from some stuff I've got going on here in the wool mill. Quick farm tour. I was going to show you new yarn, but I have like barely even opened it. So I think next week I'll show it. If you're coming to mill day, which is Saturday, the mill shop will be open this coming Saturday. I think it's the 20th. I'm gonna say the eighth, something like that. Um, There will be another new U.S. milled yarn in the shop, and I will share it with you all next week and get it up online. See, that's the other thing. Even if I share it, it won't be up online. So, um, ooh, I'm gonna follow up on some spindle plying tips. Show you some updated knitting, and uh, it'll all be pretty quick though. None of that's super long. So, um, we've been pretty chill. We actually took sunday and monday off mitch and i both together took sunday and monday off and i know that sounds like a weekend to to like the average person and indeed it is but we um don't do that very often uh so we did and our goal was to not like work i worked a little bit because my course is launching right now so i was kind of prepping stuff along the way but it was like in between when mitch wasn't looking and i was like he knew i was doing it but um really i've had some time off traveling and going to shows and stuff and he has not. So it was really nice to hang out together and not do house chores and just just appreciate that we made it through another harvest and I'm going to make sure right now yes that I am filming and that it's recording. Okay we're a go. I have before hit the play button I've got this fancy microphone but it turns out if the microphone's not like on then it doesn't work. <laughs> and then you film the whole thing with no sound, which, you know, at least it could be crappy audio, but it's not, it's just no audio. So anyway, we're here, I've got Wish here. So if you see that, um, she's oh, this chair next to me is for her. Uh, Nigel is here somewhere as well, sort of hiding from Wish, he's terrified of her, uh, even though she's doing fine with him. Anyway, Nigel is sort of on the mend, so he has a tear in one of his ligaments in one of his legs. And we are hoping for a recovery without surgery. He's starting to get a little stir crazy since he hadn't been here in a while. So anyway, if you hear him, that's what's happening. Okay, before I forget, you all, my course, Let's Make Yarn, which is for total hand spinners to learn to spin yarn on a spinning wheel. It is live right now and it will be until next Monday. So it's a limited time. It's all online. It's pre-recorded, it's go at your own pace. It is, even if you've never sat at your spinning wheel or at a spinning wheel, you can do this. Um, It's a limited time. I have a lot of people ask me, why do you not have it available all the time? It's because I have a live zoom component to it. It's included in the price and I think it is so, it's not necessary, but it adds an extra level to the course and I need to be there for the live one. So that's why I have it at this point. I launch it kind of incrementally throughout the year. So it's live right now. I'm doing free webinars. We did the first one last night. It was so fun. I think it went well. Feedback is that it went well and I've got some new people in the course already. I can't wait to meet lots of you in the Zooms or via email or however. So if you are interested in learning to hand spin, if you have just begun and you're struggling, jump on over to my website there will be links in the profile or in the show notes so you can go get all the information um, or you can sign up for a webinar still there's some there's one on Sunday and there's one on Monday so if you are interested I am excited to get some new people spinning I always have so much fun I love meeting you all in the zoom some of you have become friends from the zooms um, and it's just wonderful so some of you have become friends with each other anyway so There you go. That's what I have been working on a lot is getting this launched and up and ready for everybody and making sure there's fiber and all those things that I like for new hand spinners to have, which we talk all about it. The Zoom actually cover, or the webinars actually cover um, a little bit about getting to know your wheel, getting to know the fiber that makes it easier to learn to spin. Um, So it's a really great place to start. And then I dive way deeper in the course. So if you're interested, there you go. Okay, let's show my works in progress. Besides my nurtured, um, I'll stand up real quick and you can see I have got, I've got a dress on underneath it. Um, let me push back, which is really gonna, this disturbs Wish, but there it is. Of course, the color's a little different because of the lighting, but I'm in love with it. It is really comfortable to wear. I'm This is 100% Shetland that I hand spun, which, and I don't have a long sleeve under it and it actually is totally comfortable. Um, Are you seeing this? I don't know if you can see, but she just took my chair. Knew that was gonna happen. Okay, Wish is gonna go back in her chair. And I'm gonna sit back, quickly sit back down. If you've been to the mill, you know how this is like Wish's, this is Wish's thing. Okay, and this apron is to keep her, she makes, she she needs nonstop. So it's to keep her from ruining all my clothes. Okay, so that's done. We've already talked about that. She's trying to get back on my lap, which is distracting. Okay, so I did pick up, which I haven't worked on in a while, I did pick up my faucet. And you all, I am on the body now. Officially, this was something. Oh my gosh. Can you see her? She's just nonstop. Okay, you can sit right next to me. Okay, faucet. Ready? Yes. How epic is this? And so here we are, I'll stretch this out. I am on the body. So I'm just knitting um, for however many inches. I think she has it shorter. I'll probably make it a little bit longer um, because I kind of want to wear it without having to layer it, which means I want it to be, you know, past where my pants usually lie. I know, sweetie. Um, So there it is, and I, I just love it with the natural colors. Again, this is 100% hand-spun Rommeldale. And um, I love it. And I have, let's show you. This is how much I have left of the darkest color, but all I have left to use with that color is another one of these little sections here. So I think I'm gonna be just fine. And you know, I can always, and that's just at the very bottom. So there we are, my faucet hand spun. I just am really in love with how, and I'll have a link in the show notes to this pattern in case you are inspired because it looks so different than what her her main sample is. And I don't know how I ended up deciding on this because it is so different from her main sample picture. I think I was just looking, um, I must, have been, I must have been looking at other people's projects that they were working on and saw one in a little more neutral. And you can see it's got bobbles. It's got most. It's, it's just got. Okay, so we're cruising because now we're just knitting away on that. I think I have. Uh oh. Do I not have it? Well, I was going to show you another finished object, but I guess I don't have it with me, which is weird because I thought I did. Who knows where it is? Probably sitting on the kitchen counter. I finished a skein of Shetland. Actually, I finished two skeins. Hand spun Shetland off of one of my sheep, Moira. Moira Rose. And I guess I don't have it to show you all. Maybe I'll throw a picture in here if I can. She, um, I love it. It's her lamb fleece. It's not the lammiest of lamb fleece we'll see i haven't soaked it yet so it will bloom out and that will probably make it a little bit softer but i did it in it's basically a fingering weight a two-ply fingering weight i'm very excited i still have uh less than a pound i'd say to she to spin of her because i took this is her lamb fleece so i took it all for myself because it was also one of the darkest fleeces i had out of this batch um so anyway i'll put a I'll put a, I can't believe I don't have it. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I have been hand spinning up a storm. Actually, spinning a lot of cotton too, but mostly just like practice. I'm not being, I'm not trying to spin a bomb. And so um, that's a whole different, we've talked about that. I, it'll come up again. Don't worry. That's, that's what I've been working on. Tons of spinning, launching the course, working on my faucet spinning, spinning, spinning. Okay. How about what's happening at the mill? I told you all, this is going to be quick. I'm like, so I feel so boring this week. Okay. What's happening at the mill? Mill is this Saturday, 10 to three. Come on out. If you're in the area, spend the day, bring your project and hang out. It's really fun. Uh, I have been, so I found, so that very roving that was in fiber club in the last episode caught a lot of people's attention and it's gone. So, but I did find one more horn Dorset fleece in my stash. Um, So that got washed up. I dyed up another batch for that variegated and I have a video from me dying the last of it up. Um, That is going to go on the Carter uh, probably Friday. I don't know. It's gonna go on the Carter sometime. I should never say when it's gonna go on the Carter. It's gonna go on the Carter soon. Um, if you're interested in some of it, get on my new newsletter because, um, my patrons over on Patreon and my newsletter people get first, first announcements basically on Fiber. So if you are interested in some of the stuff that you see on here, and then it's sold out when you go to look at for it, that's because those people are getting notified first. So link the, anywhere on my website, basically there's a pop-up you can sign up. So i've been doing that i have a new little batch of it's a border lester wool that i dyed a bunch of it in the wool you'll see it in a minute when we go in the back because i'm going to pick it out so i can get it carded here tomorrow hopefully again we never make promises but i'm hoping to have it carded i'm pretty low on fiber you all if you've been in my online shop you may have noticed um, part of it is because fiber 12 is growing and it takes a little bit more of my time. Part of it is because you guys are just awesome and you're buying my fiber as it comes out. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Um, Anyway, I've got some new stuff that's gonna be coming up here pretty quick. I'll show you me picking it out in just a minute. I think I know what I'm doing with it, but yeah, I think I do. Um, I've got some Romney on the Carter, some natural color gray Romney on the Carter because it's one of the breeds that I strongly recommend for beginners to hand spin with. So I wanted to make sure I had the the um, I wanted to make sure I had plenty of Romney. So I have Romney, I have Jacob, and I have some of our Shetland and natural white, all great for being hand spinners. Um, and there's kits too that have some pencil roving. Basically I put kits together that kind of go along with how I teach you to spin in the course. So those are there too. Um, What else can I tell you? Not much else going on. The alpaca doctor came this morning. I did not take videos because you know what? We just want to get through it. We don't handle our alpaca very often. And so it's like a get through, let them back out. They basically live the alpaca dream lifestyle because Um, they don't love to get handled a lot and we don't handle them a lot and they've got plenty of food to last them for a long time so i did manage to catch my hand while i was holding one of them luckily it's just a little swollen we didn't break anything So the whole time i was trying to get my hand out of a bad situation i was thinking oh my gosh don't break your hand please don't break your hand because um but i do have a little swelling so i'm gonna go home tonight and ice that but um it's not too bad luckily That's part of handling, and it's like every time, especially with the alpaca, I just like will catch something somewhere. So livestock, that's handling livestock, basically, is you just learn, live and learn a lot of times where to be and not be. Okay, you all, that's like all I have to talk about because I've basically been either in my pajamas, spinning, knitting, and watching Hallmark, if you didn't know that now you know that about me and it is Hallmark Christmas time. So I just get in it. I just tuck in, um, either that, or I've been just, you know, hiding away here at the mill. We've just been chill. So we're going to go to videos. Uh, I have got dying, carding, picking, quick farm visit. I think that's it. So I will see you all on the flip side. Uh, enjoy the videos. Thank you to those of you that are listening to the audio only version of this. I sometimes leave a one or two of the videos in, Uh, sometimes I don't just, if they don't make sense, I don't leave them for you to listen to. So I always put a link to the episode on YouTube in the show notes. So just head there. If there's something that I mentioned that you wanted to see that I don't leave in here. So thank you for listening. I'll be back in just a minute. Okay, we're back at the carter and I am doing some Gray Romney here. I already have this batch weighed out Nigel is wondering when we get to go for our walk. So I'm going to turn this on It's already lined up. I started it the other day, but as often happens I got sidetracked and had to stop so um This is one of my favorite things for beginning hand spinners to start with. Uh, It's just a great fiber. This is from Silver Creek Landscapes, where we had all those beautiful fleeces. If you were watching, uh, there is a fleece coming up that will be for sale from Maria. Um, One of them sold before it even made its way to me. But I will hopefully be picking them up from her in about two weeks and I will show you all once I do get it. But let's, here she goes. We'll walk this way because we don't walk this way too often. So you can see, going through the car to there. I'm gonna try not to trip on my vacuum. There she is chugging along. And here we come down to the end we've got some beautiful lovely fiber to spin for beginning hand spinners or for just all of us hand spinners Romney is never disappointing to spin okay we're gonna head over to the picker and see what I've got going there all right since we're here I thought let's show them what I've got going in the washer so this is some and I'm gonna pull it out some Coopworth lamb and I'll pull some stuff out as we go only downfall of lambs is that lots of times they get into everything they have such a good time so I sometimes am still picking out bits of debris the other good thing the good thing about Coopworth Just like romney and some of these other breeds is when they get to the carter they release a lot so you can see this big chunk and a lot of times you just for some reason you see all that grass in there it just um you can't see it quite as well until it's clean so there's little and then there's some little brown hairs in here from other sheep that were shorn that day so i just keep picking i'm always picking at fiber basically the whole process um, so you can see I'm opening it up a bit uh, this wool is pretty clean honestly but we're gonna run one more quick wash on it and I just open it up um, in between washes and when I first start it because it just helps the soap and everything it helps the soap and water get through there so I'm gonna finish this up and then we'll go pop over to the carter and or the picker and I'll show you what I've got going on over there before I go home. I'll pop, let me pop this up so you can see what it looks like in there too. Oh, Cooper, gosh, it just washes up. So gorgeous. Okay. So here we are at the picker. Here is our color. Now I left, this is border lester wool. I left some of this in the natural gray state because I'm going to play with it a bit as I card it. majority of it is blue. Some of it is, oops, just lost my, some of it is um, gray. So this is all just going to go through the picker and uh, then I'll show you after I flip that off really quick. Okay, so we're back and I'm just going to flip this on. And I'm just gonna feed it through Uh, This is a pretty I'm really lucky one of these spots. I'm not gonna say I forgot about it, but I Walked away from it for a little too long, which usually if I'm gonna walk away I'll at least take the lid off So that things don't boil too quickly on me. Did I do that? No, so uh, Luckily This wool was a trooper. I don't think it was going for very long, but I never really want my wool to be in boiling water so anyway i'm just gonna mix this all up and uh i'm not gonna card it this week or i'm not gonna card it for this video so you'll have to wait until the next video but i will let you see this all picked out in a minute once we get there okay so it's not quite done but i thought i would just open this up and let you all see whoops whoops oops what it looks like post picker so much more fluffy and it's gonna be fun to card out wait till next week okay onward okay you all it's been a while since we've been in the dye studio so I thought I'd bring you along because so I'm doing a little dyeing this morning. Whoops. And I thought I'd show you. So here's one of the colors that is done. And you may recognize these if you were watching last week's um, video. Because I found one more batch. So here is this other color of a horn dorset fleece. And... Um, since it was so popular, I decided to do one last little batch of this. So those are two of the greens. Oops, sorry, you all. And we're about to do kind of the berry purpley. purple pink that was in that colorway. So I've got this warmed up. There's a little bit of bubbles happening, like the slightest bit, but as soon as I put the wool in, that's gonna go away and it's not terribly hot. So there is my mixed up dye. Just give it a good, I've already got citric acid in here because I'm dying in the wool. So I don't need um, the color to be perfect. It doesn't need to be you know, 100% the same color all the way through. The colors can shift and they will because of the speed at which I put the wool into the dye pot. Kinda do it slow. So the first wools are gonna pick up a ton right away the citric acid is what attack, helps attach the color to the wool. So as soon as I start putting wool in, I'm just making sure everything's kind of, you see. So as soon as I start putting wool in here, it's going to start picking up immediately. So that first stuff's going to be slightly darker than some of that other stuff. And I'm coming in with my wool here, which you can't quite see, but you'll see as I get here. And I really just open it up quite a bit. And I'll put a fair amount in there. And the tips of this are still fairly dirty, but that's all gonna be taken care of with dye. Uh, So we'll put, and I am, what you're not seeing is me getting stabbed, job hazard. Bye the side there um I'm just kind of wringing out most of the water because there's so much cold water this uh I'll show you here you can see my wool is sitting in water there because uh you want to wet it before so I usually do it overnight just because that's how I roll um so I'll just go through add all of this and then I'll give it as it starts to pile up, this is a pretty big pot with a lot of water in it. If my pot was smaller, I would be turning this a little bit more. So I'd come in and just give it a quick turn. I'll pull this out so you can see. Um, That's just the beginning stages of the wool starting to take the dye up. As it sits and as the water heats, um, it'll start to intensify. So I'll go through, add all this wool, and um, then I'll just let it heat up. I like to heat it up to just you know you want it just kind of under simmering. So you'll see what I'm saying like this this wool is sitting in cold water. So the second this hits um, the pot I'm instantly cooling the pot down by quite a bit. I wouldn't have it boiling. That would be a bit of a shocker for the wool but if it's a little warmed up it's all good. Now if you're working with a fine wool you might want to start it a little bit cooler, but this is a Dorset. It's not prone to felting, pretty, pretty hardy stuff. So, all right, there's my dyeing. So I'll just let it heat up and then I will let it sit. Once it's done, I'll put the cover on it and you want it to cool completely before you take it out and, um, start rinsing it. So generally speaking, I just do it the next day. You know, if you did it in the morning, you probably could, you know, when it's cold out, you can stick the pot outside on the concrete. That's what I do. And that helps cool it down a little bit quicker too, but you want it to kind of get back to room temperature before you start rinsing. That helps with the adhesion process with the dye staying basically. So, okay, that's am I dying in a nutshell for today and if you're not on my email list and you're interested in some of this roving that's gonna be get on my email list because those are um, my patreon and my email list people are the first ones to get dibs when new stuff comes out so all right I wanted to show you all you can see I think you can see I'll pull you in a little bit yeah you can see pretty clearly how some of this wool is taking up differently and this is why you wouldn't want to add citric acid if you were trying to get a very solid color because once you put the citric acid in things are going to immediately start taking up dye and then there's less and less dye in the water for the next wool to bring up so if you're trying to do a solid solid yarn you would add the citric acid slowly so that it takes up at a slower, more even pace. Okay, there you go. And I'm back. Uh, I hope that was fun. Just little bits of things that are going on here. I'm always I'm always trying to shuffle things through to keep the line kind of moving. And actually last week I kind of hit a wall in the back where I didn't really have anything ready to go on the Carter. Usually I'm much more prepared, but it just, sometimes it happens. So I'm trying to be more proactive about getting caught up on washing things and having plans. So, uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the videos. I hope you enjoyed this. Oh my gosh. I forgot. I was going to talk about the drop spindle, so we're not done. Okay. this is great. And I think I have this right, Deborah. Tell me if I don't, but, um, I had talked about plying your singles when you are using a drop spindle. So, what I did and this is like specifically if you only have one drop spindle uh, but if you have multiple drop spindles this still works you just don't have to take your um, fiber onto knitting needles so you can see here that I have got my I moved the fiber off of my drop spindles and I put it onto knitting needles because if you only have one you're going to need to use that drop spindle for your plying right so um, I, this is how I generally draw, but what you do, what happens is that the needles can kind of slide around, right? So somebody, Deborah, not just somebody, Deborah had commented in the last one to use like a, um, binder clip, right? So I've got my binder clip on here and I just have it on the end. So basically you just want it so that it is, you know, your, your, um, so as you pull, and you see how I have the yarn pulled through the tips of the binder clips. So it keeps things from moving and you can just slide, slide. slide. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Deborah, I'm dying. This is so good. So there is an awesome tip. Whether you, and this is just a shoebox, so whether you have multiple drop spindles or you have just one drop spindle, this is gonna work. Debra, I hope I did it right, but I feel like I did because look at how awesome that is. And then you're not having to deal with your needles kind of sliding all over the place either because this is gonna keep the yarn coming through the same place, just genius. So thank you for that tip, Debra. And this just really upped the drop spindle plying game. I gotta get on my game with that. So anyway, wonderful tip, thank you. I'm so glad I didn't forget that because this box usually stays at home. And then, anyway, moving stuff back and forth is not always easy for me. It gets a little ridiculous. I'm checking one last time to make sure I have that. I don't have this game. Whatever, let it go, Kim. Okay, I think that wraps up this week's. Pretty quick, pretty quick. Uh, Until next week, everybody stay healthy out there. Be so kind to everybody around you and make all the pretty things. Make them all, just all the time. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, share. I love it all. So take care, see you soon. Thank you.